This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today. Add the stream. Here we go. What's up? We're actually live on... Instagram and YouTube at the same time. Yes, we are. <laughs> technical difficulties. Sorry. Yeah, little technical difficulties, but you know, yeah, we make the most of it. We don't have the best of lighting right now, guys. We're going to probably have to project our voices to this microphone because we're still setting up the new office and studio. Yes. It won't be done. How long will it be till it's done, actually? Um, let's see. We have the studio guy, Dean. Thank you, Dean. We have him coming out here uh, in a week, actually. Yeah. So he'll knock it out within the next week, I think. Okay, cool. Which yeah. he did the the podcast studio that you, whenever you guys see us in uh, in Detroit at the Jimi Hendrix podcast studio. You see the Jimi Hendrix in the background. Yeah. So the same gentleman that built that studio, that podcast studio is the same one that's going to build uh, our podcast studio here. So yes, we're excited about good. it. Gonna be great. Yeah. Okay. Are we in there? Are we in? <laughs> yeah, we're in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, so we've just been. Uh, we just got back in town in from the Bahamas. Yeah. Actually, we had a team meeting out there. So sorry, we've had to push these back a million freaking times. Yeah. It's probably looks super crazy because I pushed Biohack back probably about four different times. So yeah. apologies for that. We didn't have that great a service out there. So uh, we'll have Biohack all about fungi tomorrow. After yeah. the Forbidden Knowledge podcast. And that's going to be right a deep it. one. Yeah, we're yeah. going to go Forbidden Knowledge podcast right into Biohack. the Biohack podcast about fungi. And we're going to show you some amazing things yes. about fungi. I'm going to yeah. put together a couple of video clips, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Gonna it's going to be, be cool. really, really good. I mean, fungi mushrooms, which are the fruiting body of fungi, um, literally have so many different properties that are so beneficial to to us. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we had a conversation about this the other day. If yeah. if they wanted to kill us, they could. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a deep conversation. You don't want to miss this conversation yeah. that we're going to have tomorrow after the Forbidden Knowledge podcast. We're going to go right into the Biohack podcast, straight into it. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow night, two hours live on YouTube. Yes. If you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe to our Forbidden Knowledge YouTube, the Forbidden Knowledge on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Click that bell. So that you can get the notifications. And if you want to get the text message notifications, which really work better than yes. the platform, text hashtag live to 954-245-0086. Mm-hmm. Hashtag live to 954-245-0086. I'm looking up and down because I'm talking to two devices. But that will get you notifications um, 
you know, when we go live. All right, we'll send out a What's that number again? 954-245-0086. Hashtag live. Hashtag live. Yeah. So and there goes the, the number. You yes. got it, guys. We just dropped it in the chat for you on the YouTube platform. On Instagram, again, 954-245-0086. Hashtag live. Just text hashtag live. And sometimes I answer questions on that text message. So sometimes I randomly go on for five, 10 minutes, sometimes an hour and just ask, answer random questions via text message. Mm-hmm. Also, sometimes we do random giveaways via exactly. text message. So you don't want to miss it. I was just about to say that yeah. random giveaways. You gave away an Apple TV. You gave away um, the Egyptian book of the dead before yeah. you've given mm-hmm. away cars, you gave away a MacBook, MacBook. Yeah. yeah. Again, 954-245-0086. Yes. All right. Yes. Cool. Exactly. So I was thinking the other day and I was um, really trying to figure out how we could add some value to people because, yeah. you know, they see us really living our best life. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, that's that's part of knowing what to do in mm-hmm. this matrix, in this third dimensional world. Right. So I uh, I came up with an idea just to do a little interview, you know, mm-hmm. back and forth because you're the master of this money matrix. Um, so I've been fortunate. I've been very blessed. Yes. Yes. And it kind of leads up to, you know, we're launching the Billy club at the beginning of 2023. Yeah. So this is just a little bit of, you know, a little sprinkle for everybody mm-hmm. because the Billy club is going to be very, very exclusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't help everyone, but I will take on a small number of, um, people that I will mentor. So I'm taking on a very small number of mentees that I will personally interact with. And the ones that I can't put into that private VIP group, I will put you on my mentoring app. Right. Yeah. So that launches in January of 2023. Really exciting. Mm-hmm. But for now, we're going to talk a little bit about it. Um, so should we get started? Or do you have any other announcements about anything? Or anything? Um, No, let's get right into it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what is the biggest problem in this country? Really? Well, everywhere, actually, in the in the world. What's the biggest problem? The biggest problem that I've ran into in the world is financial literacy. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Well, you see, the way that the system is set up globally, mm-hmm. the financial systems of all governments, it's set up to keep the average person, the basic citizen, mm-hmm. struggling and suffering financially to continue to have to work to worry about how they can make ends meet on a day-by-day basis. How can I feed myself? How can I feed my family? How can I pay my bills? How can I cover my rent, my mortgage, my car payment, uh, my tuition fees, and all this other, how can I put clothes on my back? All these bare necessities of life, keep the electricity on if you even are privileged enough to have electricity in your country Mm -hmm. and keep the water running. And so they have us so wrapped up in this system uh, and they're in the system that they built There are a lot of loopholes and tricks that will allow you to navigate that financial matrix. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they don't teach this to you. Mm -hmm. You have to really go dig and find it. Then you have to be able to actually understand what you're even looking for. So if you don't even know what you're looking for, how do you even know how to find what you're trying to navigate through? How do you even know the key words? Mm -hmm. You know, it reminds me of the ancient times when people would see weird things going on. They didn't have the vocabulary. They would try to describe it the best way they could. It's the same thing with this. People don't really understand. They know that there's something that can help them. They know that there's loopholes because the rich people use them all the time, but they don't even know the terminology Mm -hmm. on what to use. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, 
through, at least in America, the school systems don't teach you anything. They'll teach you what come, what, what's in a cell in a leaf, but they won't teach you how to get a mortgage, how to manage your credit, how to buy a car. They don't, they don't teach you any of that stuff. Yeah. So I feel like maybe these systems are built just for us to fail at, because mm-hmm. if all of us were financially successful and wealthy, then yeah. there wouldn't be any, any contrast. And the people that hold all the financial wealth wouldn't mm-hmm. have the power that they do. Exactly. Yeah. So true. And so they've done a masterful job of keeping the citizen at a certain level. Yeah. And what they do is because they know a small amount of people will find their way through the matrix and pop up, mm-hmm. they will allow them to pop up mm-hmm. because the same rules that allow them to prosper have to be available to everyone. What people tend to go wrong in a couple of areas in financial literacy uh, and their financial belief system, because it is a financial belief system out here, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. If people believe finances are a certain way yeah. based on how they're brought up and how to use them and operate in them. Yes. But they believe that the rich people are set up to be rich only and nobody else can navigate. Nobody else has access to the things they have access to. Yeah, That's a barrier that's there, an invisible barrier that actually doesn't even exist. Yes. And so the biggest thing I like to teach people is that how to break through that mental financial belief system. Yes. I really, that, that right there is freaking gold. What you just said is gold because people are so conditioned that they don't believe that they deserve it. And it's kind of on a subconscious level because mm-hmm. everybody's filled up with stress and trauma and they're, they're pounded these, these systems and these way, this way of living mm-hmm. from a, a young age. Yeah. So people's belief system prevents them from gaining the riches that everyone has access to because they don't, consciously or unconsciously believe that they can do it exactly i mean it was so funny for my birthday was it this year or was it last year i don't know yeah, recently on my birthday yeah um we didn't we missed a flight right and so you got a, a jet a private jet and yeah. we flew over there and my mom freaked out she was like <laughs> oh my god i didn't raise you like this you know i didn't raise you to be all spoiled and and do these type of things and i'm like wow you know so that just shows you and yeah. my mom's a very very successful businesswoman. yes man she's she's brilliant extremely successful yeah and she, she makes a ton of money but she drives a little what is it uh a buick, a buick. <laughs> so that's her choice and she's very frugal she still mm-hmm. clips coupons yeah but and there's nothing wrong with that but no. that's her mindset exactly but she's taking that same financial identity and try to put you in that box yes so when you break free and do things mm-hmm. uh, or when you experience other things mm-hmm. like you know we could have we missed that flight we could have canceled the whole weekend yes. because the weekend was all the flight it was it was valentine's right the whole weekend was booked out guys so mm-hmm. i said no we're going yes. to uh to jamaica we're going yeah and you said, what are we going to do then? How are we going to get there? I said, we're going to get a private jet. <laughs> like, and we made a few phone calls and I said, gas the jet up, man. We out of here. Right. Well, that's financial freedom and financial literacy. Right, right. Uh, you know, you don't have to find, if you haven't built the financial freedom, you can't make decisions like that mm-hmm. because you won't even have access to that kind of funding to be able to do it. Right. But you you pulled some strings and did some things that really didn't hurt the wallet because right. of the way you did it. So exactly. what, what are some tips for people um, how they can kind of maneuver this money to be able to do mm-hmm. things that they've always wanted to do. Well, that's a good question. So in this, just t- start off with that trip we took, right? Mm-hmm. So I took a loan from my whole life insurance policy. So I became my own bank. So I funded my own self and I used a, what I did initially was I used a, a card, a visa card that I had mm-hmm. to pay the $20,000 for the private jet. 
And then I loaned myself money from my own life insurance policy to pay back the card and drop the payment, the balance back down to zero. And then I used my own funding to pay back my own self in my own time frame with no credit check. So I, I financed my, I became my own bank. And uh, I mean, you see me do this uh, and see me manage cards. You know, I have cards with 100,000, 150,000, whatever the numbers are. Yeah. And every single month I'm spending between three and $400,000 on cards, whether it's for business or whatever. But I'm, how I manage it is really ingenious. And that's what I want to start teaching the people. Mm-hmm. And but to get to that point, you have to say, OK, well, every, what is what is a life insurance policy? Every single person out here needs to have a, uh, a, a compound interest savings account, which is built into a whole life insurance policy. If you don't have that, you're missing the boat yeah. because the best thing you can do on this planet is become your own bank. Literally, that's the best thing you can do. And I keep telling people, get it while you're young, because the younger you are, the less expensive it is. The older you are, trust me, the more expensive it is. Uh, But if you start off really young, uh, you can actually, by the time you get to be my age, you can have a million dollars in there. Mm -hmm. And what's good about these living policies, these living benefits, is if you are healthy and alive and you keep yourself healthy, the benefit is you actually can get access to money when you need it. If you want to buy a house, if you want to make an investment, if you want to go on a vacation, whatever you want to do, you can access that, that money while you're still alive. Also, let's say you become disabled, but you're not dead. You can use that money for that. Mm. Right. And another thing is on how to create the, the, the pyramid for your family where you have a, your money from your whole life. And whatever else you're leaving in your will, go into a trust. And that trust then divvies that up into whoever it's going to for whatever purposes and whatever amounts and whatever laws or rules you're putting in place for that. That's a whole other system. But these are the things that people don't understand or know about. And just something as simple as a life insurance policy, not term life, which is absolute garbage, but whole life. People don't know about this. And so because of that. Their kid grows up, ready to go to school or whatever, or they want to give their kid, you know, the kid, come, hey, I, can you lend me 10 grand for this house? I just need 10 grand for the down payment. They can't even do it. Yeah. Another thing is, look at what happened to. Um, I was just about to say, I know. Yeah. Look what happened to the Black Trust. Panther. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what's the Black Panther's name again? Um, um, the uh, actor who, who passed away, unfortunately. I forgot his name. Yeah. There's so many names in my brain. But anyway, he passed away. Right. Look what happened to him. He passed away. From cancer. He knew he was dying from cancer for actually a few years. Yeah. And uh, his family finally just got their settlement on his estate. They walked away with a million dollars. The government took the rest. Yeah. That's not right. Why did, did this Chad happen? Boswick. Chaz, Chad Boswick. Chad Boswick. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Bozeman. Chad Bozeman. Thank you. Chad Bozeman. Chadwick Bozeman. Boy, my brain. Anyway, Chadwick Bozeman. So he didn't have a will of trust. He didn't have a a policy. He didn't have any of these things. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, he put himself in a very, very bad situation, put his family in a very bad situation, but he's not the only one. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of people, famous people that have done very well for themselves that have passed away recently mm-hmm. that didn't have their paperwork right. And because of that, their future generations mm-hmm. are suffering right now. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Ascending infinite goddess says, thank you for the donation, by the way, our last born, is six months old. He got his whole life policy at three months. Mm, fantastic. 
We will have it paid off by age 16. Our policy is going to be our retirement. Our net worth is well over seven figures. Play the game to win. Love it. Play the game to win. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. See, that is knowledge. That was a comment left on YouTube for you uh, Instagram folks up there. All right. And so, you know, understanding how to navigate this matrix is so important. So people will look at me like, for example, when I got my first Rolls Royce. Yeah. You know, I mean, oh, man, this guy, you know, he why he getting a Rolls Royce? Well, I'm getting a Rolls Royce for two reasons. One, because I wanted one. And number two, because it didn't cost me any money. Mm-hmm. See, if you take care of your credit, if you if you I grew up in a situation where my parents had horrible credit, mm-hmm. they had all kind of hospital bills and and uh, mortgage foreclosure and all this kind of stuff, bankruptcy mm-hmm. on their credit, right? Mm-hmm. They used to keep their money in a shoebox. Yeah. Bless my parents. They're both dead. I know I love them, but hey, this is what it is. This is this is transparency. Mm-hmm. And now I grew up with, it was four of us, right? My youngest sibling came the very, very at the very, very end. But just looking at how we were raised with the financial literacy level that my parents had, I can see that two of my siblings maintain their exact system, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the exact system, the shoebox, money in the shoebox and all that kind of thinking. Yeah. They maintain that status. And two of us, we broke out of that, you know, make sure we had good credit, paid our bills on time and focus on how to navigate the financial matrix. Mm-hmm. But it shows one thing. You can grow up in a household that has that financial belief system that's superiorly lacking. And based on your own conscious thoughts, you can break free of it like I did and like my sister did. And so I didn't let that hinder me or hold me back. I broke free of it. And I started realizing there's a lot of stuff going on on here that people are doing that we can that we have access to. Mm -hmm. And that's why I wrote wrote the book. Woke doesn't mean broke. We have to understand that we can break down these barriers and stop thinking, you know, uh, the way that our parents thought, because those ways of thinking are old school now. Right. Right. I agree. I agree. Boom. So many gems just now. <laughs> so many in that that whole rant that you just did. <laughs> I wanted to address one comment in here. They said, uh, why why give money if the, that couple is already rich? So that right there, first of all, all the money that's that's donated on lives is donated to underprivileged children. That's just right. to let you guys know. Um, all of it. All, all of it. One hundred percent. And, I, and I, we add more money to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We just did a um, there was a communities and schools for underprivileged children, which is a a nonprofit that actually helps underprivileged children get tutored by backpacks, jackets, you know, even refrigerators and washing machines. They clothing donated. coats in the winter when they have no coats. Yeah. Some of them can't even afford winter coats. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a bunch of your guys's donations. So thank you very much was donated to that nonprofit. And we, you know, I've worked with that nonprofit for over, over five years now. Yeah. So I know exactly what they do on top of that. Okay. So let's talk about, it takes money to make money, mm-hmm. right? So in order to produce these high level shows, and everything that Forbidden Knowledge offers to people. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the average price for a TV series. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you brought this up. And I'm glad that person made that statement there because it shows the level of their financial understanding. And it's a twofold thing. So let's start off with your question first. So to produce a TV series, you're talking about paying a camera crew. Sometimes you got to fly the camera crew in, mm-hmm. depending on the type of set you're looking for. Yeah. Is it an on-site mm-hmm. or is it a studio set? Mm-hmm. That's going to be a huge difference in pricing, but both are going to be very expensive. Mm-hmm. You have to have a director. You have to have a producer. You have to have a writer, mm-hmm. right? 
I can't do everything. She can't do everything. You have to hire people for these roles. You have to have an editor or sometimes multiple editors. And all these things take shape. Then you have to fly in your talent. You got to put them up in a nice hotel. You got to give them a per diem. You got to pay them because they deserve to eat too. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to eat. So this is not something that is uh, going to, you're not, you're not, you're not going to escape this thing free. It can cost, cost you upwards of 150 to $250,000 to produce one season. Yeah. Of a TV series. Mm-hmm, exactly. At the high level that Forbidden Knowledge produces it at. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, you know, you, you produce eight. Now, how many we got in the hopper now? Ten new shows? Yeah. Yeah. That's over a million dollars. Yeah. Now, ask yourself this question. <laughs> you get ready to snap. <laughs> ask yourself this question. Do you think that we're going to be able to change the world and produce these kind of this kind of content, movies, documentaries, films, music and all this kind of stuff? And have all these events if we're sitting here in robes and slippers with prepaid track phones? <laughs> Do you really think that's how it's going to happen? <laughs> and also, the second part to that statement is this. The guy says, why are you guys making a donation on YouTube if, these, if this couple's already rich? Well, let me tell you something. Number one, whose planet is this? This is our planet. This is not my planet, her planet. This is our planet. And on this planet, as people on this planet, if we're helping people and helping out kids and helping out uh, victims of of disasters and all the money that we give to people with final notice, electric bills and all this kind of stuff, all the things we've done, giving away people cars and all kinds of things like that, it takes money. Now, if we keep giving away every single penny that we have, we'll be at zero. Now, we definitely give a lot. If you look up my bio and look up my philanthropy history, which is well documented, over the last 20 years, this comes up to over $12 million given away, given away, <laughs> you know. And so how much more am I supposed to do before somebody else has to uh, help out and do your carry your weight, do your part? It's not a one man show out here. It's a global show. And by people taking ownership and helping working to help fix this planet and doing your part, whether it's financially or whether it's just by support, by sharing. Either way, it you have a load to bear as well. Mm-hmm. It's not just supposed to be on, oh, Michael Jordan's rich. Why don't he fix the whole planet? No, that's mm-hmm. dumb thinking. <laughs> and that kind of thinking tells me one thing. That person's poor and suffering. Mm-hmm. So I'm not beating down on what I'm trying to say is you have to understand the mindset. The mindset is how can we help work together to fix this planet? And then if you don't understand why people would make a donation on YouTube, Say, hey, why why are they donating? What is the reason for this? Is there something that I'm missing here? Mm-hmm. And then the people in the chat will more likely, gladly chime in and give you a good answer. Yeah, I saw a couple of people doing that anyway, so thank you guys. Yeah, so the thing is, is not to always jump to conclusions and everything. The biggest problem we have in society today is everybody wants to jump to conclusions. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people get very angry if they think somebody's doing better than them. Yeah, well, that's that's a projection. That that's that's missing. missing. They're projecting the inside yeah. on the outside. Exactly. That's what's ever missing inside of them. They're pushing it to the outside. You know. Yeah. But that's another that's another part of also. Under unfortunately, it's it's a poverty mindset. No, it is a poverty mindset. Yeah. But but here's the thing: you need money to help a, a large amount of people. My goal in life has always been: I want to help mass amounts of people. Yeah. I, I love to help you know little groups or wherever I can. Mm-hmm. But in order to help mass amounts of people, you have to have a lot of money. I mean, Tony Robbins, I think he feeds three hundred million people a year, and you have to have money to do that. You can't do that off of 
thoughts. Right. You know, you can't be like, <laughs> ah, now you're fed. You know what I mean? Like, it costs money. Yeah, guys, mm, turn water into wine. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Like, yeah, but, people, I see, and I, so on this point about Tony Rock, I see people complaining. His tickets to his events are too much money. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the guy's a billionaire, but the guy's feeding millions of people exactly. every single year. Exactly. And that's just what he speaks about. Right. And this There's is just what you that. speak about. This is just what we speak about. They don't even There's know a what, lot they don't more even in the background of, of what people do. Yeah. So it's like, more. it just, I mean, it takes money to make money. If you guys want to see high level produced shows, if you guys want to see Forbidden Knowledge successful, which, which we're... Heading to go public next year for yeah. quarter third first quarter of next year we're going public. Mm-hmm. Guess what that costs? That costs over a million dollars. Exactly. <laughs> so over a million dollars to go public. And, and guess what? What you've provided for the people mm-hmm. is shares, so that these people can come with us when it does hit the stock market. Exactly. So I mean, I gave, I, I, I went out of my way, which I didn't have to do, to provide a uh, a, a system that already exists. That will allow people to share, get shares of forbidden knowledge so that when we go to the stock market, they have an opportunity to have an exit strategy as well. Right. So listen, it's all about futuristic thinking and future planning. And I remember when I first thought about doing this, the person I was talking to, the attorney I was talking to, the attorney said, why would you do this? You're already doing, you're already doing very well. I said, because nobody else goes back and helps the people that supported them. They just take all the whatever they get from their customers. They go public. And then the people have to buy the shares. Mm-hmm. I want to give people an opportunity before we get to that level yeah. and mm-hmm. take as many people as I can to the top of the mountain with me, right. because I think that's more important. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's opportunity and there's a reason for for everything. Everything, everything is intentional. When you mm-hmm. become very conscious in this matrix, everything that you do, every move you make, every word you speak becomes very intentional, very intentional. Mm-hmm. So nothing that's done anywhere ever that you guys see or don't see is ever done just, you know, because yeah. you just and random thought. No, everything is very, very intentional. Mm-hmm. So all of these, yeah. these moves that, that are made very intentional. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's how you live <clears throat> your best life. Too. That's how you do it. You got to live your best life. You have to have an abundance mentality. Yes. Another thing why people are struggling to navigate the financial matrix is because of a lack of abundance mentality. Yeah. And there's a big difference in a lack of abundance mentality. You're always in fear, mm-hmm. which is a low frequency. You're always in doubt. You're always worried. You're always stressed out. You don't know if this end is going to make me. You don't know if this end is going to meet. You don't know if this payment is going to be made. You don't know where this next dollar is coming from. Mm-hmm. And that keeps you in this perpetual cycle of fear mode. Yeah. And that fear mindset, what does it do in the law of attraction? It attracts more fear. It yeah. attracts more low ba- low frequency. It attracts more problems and situations into your life. Mm-hmm. And the, the next thing you know, Everything you look at is scary and everything you're doing is failing and everything you look trying to accomplish or, or overcome is falling apart. Mm-hmm. But it all starts here exactly because you put out the low frequency from the beginning and it cascaded like a like a snowball rolling down the hill, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. By the time it gets to the bottom of the hill, that fear ball is so massive, mm-hmm. man, that thing will crush everybody, including you. And so when you have an abundance mindset, there's never a worry. It's like, OK. I don't have it now, but it's coming. Mm-hmm. You see that little difference? And from, oh, my God, I don't know how I'm going to pay this to, oh, I don't have it right now, but it's going to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. Just that little, mm, just that little flip in the way your mind works, that little electrical switch inside of your brain, it triggers a different type of frequency. It, it triggers an understanding to the universe 
that you are prepared to receive. And what, what is, or what are you going to receive? Opportunities. Right. So people think, oh, I have that. I switched my mindset. Now the money's just going to show up magically. No, 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 no. What happens is opportunities show up. Mm-hmm. They present themselves as people, positions, situations. Now it's up to you to discern those opportunities, people and positions and take advantage of those because that is going to plug you or connect you to the next thing that's going to allow you to achieve the ultimate goal, which is taking care of whatever you needed to fix. Right, right. And but people, the biggest block is the fear zone mentality, the the begging and pleading. Of, I don't know what's going to happen and I can't I can't do this. And, and, and I, no, man, it's always and she'll tell you, I'm never worried about money. I'm never like and I've been like this since I was young. It's just I have this mindset as I want to do this. I don't really know how it's going to get paid for yet, mm-hmm. but I'm going to figure it out. And that's the mindset I have. And that that's a high frequency mindset. And the universe, it meets power with power. When you go low with the weak vibration, it's going to meet you with the weak vibration. And you're going to get a whole bunch of turmoil in your life. Well, here's the thing. I mean, a lot of people just don't know how to get there. So you are fortunate enough to have a very an entrepreneur brain, right? Mm-hmm. An entrepreneur mindset. Even after all the stuff that you've experienced, it's very, very difficult for people that have had a a lot of trauma piled on them to be able to switch their mindset Mm. automatically to, boom, okay, I'm going to get out of fear and go into positivity. So that's where the work comes in. You have to do the work on yourself to be able to clear all of that negative thinking, those Mm. negative thought patterns out of your your brain, out of your body to be able to automatically think positive like that. It takes practice. Mm -hmm. It takes the work which is a whole bunch of different things that we talk about all the time on Biohack, shadow work. It's all about shadow Mm -hmm. work. So don't feel bad if you're in that fear state. Don't feel bad if you're living check to check. Mm -hmm. Don't feel bad about yourself because that guilt and that, that, that feeling of feeling bad is just bringing your vibration even lower. Exactly. So just figure out the ways to to rid the body and the mind of the trauma of the negative thought patterns. Look up ways. I did it. I researched nonstop my whole freaking almost life to be Mm -hmm. able to clear all that negative negativity out of my vessel so i could then uh, uh, attract my abundance be be ready to be open to attract the abundance exactly but you can't you have because they're full of the trauma full of trauma you have to rid your mind and body of the trauma to be able to attract what's for you so don't don't feel bad if it's if you guys are are struggling out here because it's hard i was I, i i was struggling a while back. It's you know? rough out here. It is. It's really rough out here, especially when you're filled up with negative programming from zero to seven with a bunch of trauma and you just, you don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just be like, oh, well, today I'm going to attract my best life and I'm going to think positive. It takes work behind that to mm-hmm. be able to achieve those things. It's a gradual but, process. Exactly. But once you do the work, the grass is greener on the other side and then you attract what's for you. Exactly. Which is divine perfection. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. And, B, learn how to ask the right questions. Yeah. A lot of people will come to me and they'll ask me questions about uh, financial stuff, financial Mm -hmm. questions, financial literacy, but they don't know how to ask it the right way. Instead of asking it from a perspective of, can you help me find the answer to this question? They come at me, not everyone, but a lot of people come at me with an attitude. Yeah. Like, you know, how come you can do this and whatever? And you need to tell me 
uh, what you know, what's going on? That's like a this. long way to approach that. Like you're doing something that's offensive to them, right? But really, that's that's the shadow, that's the trauma inside of those people feeling yeah. less than, and that's their jealousy. They're really jealous, and they wish they could have what you have. So instead of approaching yeah. it from a a winning perspective, they're approaching it from a victim mentality, right. jealousy perspective, because that's what they're yes. set up with. You have to take a step back sometime and take a deep breath. And analyze what you're getting ready to say to somebody and then project into the future with your own mind, because your mind can do it. What the outcome is going to be of this particular uh, energy or a different type of energy. And your mind will tell you exactly what's going to happen in the future. Every time you speak, you create your own future reality. Every single word you utter, it vibrates out into the uh, ether and it creates a future reality. Mm -hmm. So before you start speaking, you got to think about what you're saying and how you're approaching somebody. Yeah. And especially if you're looking for help. And if you are a person that is looking for answers to questions, then you got to take the approach where you're actually sincerely asking a question instead of coming up with assumptions and then demanding. Right. Assistance. Demanding. Demand, like, hey, demanding assistance. Let me tell you something. Now. You you are not only my witness because you're with me for the last couple of years, but you know my sister now who I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And you guys have had a lot of private conversations that I haven't even been privy to. You know my true backstory. The backstory is crazy. My backstory is crazy. Like the way that I grew up, guys, if you haven't known, if you haven't heard about it, some of you have, it was bad conditions. It was severe most people will never make it out. Matter of fact, when I go back to that same hood that I grew up in, most of my friends are dead or locked up. Some of them are paralyzed from gun wounds. And, you know, it's um, it's a shame. There's a small group of us that are still alive and functioning properly. And we call ourselves the last of the Mohicans, which is an old famous, uh, you know, movie that came out maybe, I don't know, 20 years ago now. It's about some Native Americans that were the last ones to survive, the last of the Mohicans. And we call ourselves that because we literally, out of, the, out of the, the jungle that we came out of, we were the last ones to make it out. And I came from beneath the ghetto because the people in the ghetto, they had more than we did. We had nothing. I'm talking about laying down and sleeping on terrazzo floors, you know, things like that, guys. Bullets whizzing through your house in the middle of the night. The, you know, the, the crossing guard robbing you on your way to school, the crossing guard having shoes that are two sizes too small, destroying your feet and your toes to so your feet and your toes are destroyed till this very day. You know, things like that, guys, two pairs of pants, one shirt, all this kind of crazy stuff, eating toast for lunch and dinner, begging neighbors for food. You don't understand the level. I came from negative zero. So that's why, you know, and I had to learn to, to tell to get a little bit more tolerance for people because. Not everyone is going to be able to flip that switch. You have to have grace. Got to have some grace. I got to have the grace. grace. So that's yeah, it's it's all perspective. And your perspective, I mean, literally, guys, (laughs) it was bad. Okay, it was was really bad the way that you grew up. So it's very amazing to me who is very versed and and knowledgeable about trauma work and shadow work and and trauma itself that you came out like this Mm -hmm. because I don't know. I mean, you've done work on yourself. Yeah, you've done a lot of work on yourself, but not the amount of work that I perceive to be 
where you're at, where you where you're at right now. Right. So your perspective on people mm-hmm. was when I first met you, it was kind of you know it was narrow. Yeah, it was. I had narrow. very like, little patience. Yeah, exactly. I ain't gonna lie. Exactly. You, you've seen me. I've worked on that. Yes. No, you have. You yeah. really have. Yeah. Because honestly, there's no bigger small trauma. It's how your nervous system reacts to the specific stimulus mm-hmm. that is causing you to go into a stress response. Right. So you could grow up seeing that person's head get shot off right in front of you, which, which, I you, have. which you have. Yeah. And this person can fall down and scrape their knee, but your nervous systems can react the same way right. and cause the same imprint of trauma into your cellular memory right. to have that to affect you the same way. Mm-hmm. So it's just perspective. Right. But so, yeah, you have to just have grace. It's so sometimes. true. And I've been working on developing that. Yeah. And so now one part of that, um, the trauma work for that really was writing the book, Woke doesn't mean broke releasing all that information into a book that people can take now and learn from so they can have the tools they need Mm -hmm. to be able to successfully make the right decisions financially and to see and learn about things that they didn't even know existed you know Mm -hmm. i remember just a few weeks ago i read that donald trump buried his ex-wife on his golf course and people were like this guy's crazy and blah 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 (laughs) blah blah now i'm no trump fan trust me i'm no i'm no fan of any president number one (laughs) But that was brilliant yeah. because he got a tax break on his golf course. Now he doesn't have to pay any taxes because when you make your, your land into a cemetery, it's tax-free land. Mm-hmm. It was a brilliant move. But you know what? I would have never thought something like that even existed. <laughs> but I learned something. So no matter what you whether you like a person or you don't like a person, you can still learn from everybody. Yeah. That's why I read the biblical text. Why do I study the biblical text? I'm not a real big fan of all the stuff in there. But I do learn some stuff from that text. I'm not an idiot. Mm-hmm. There's stuff in the Quran that's good that I take and I learn from. There's stuff in all these things that are good out here. You've got to understand that there's good and bad in everything. Mm-hmm. And you've got to learn how to take the good and apply it to your life and make it work. Yeah. You can't exactly. be worrying about the messenger. Sometimes you got to worry about the message and how, how can that message help you? Exactly. Exactly. And you just said knowledge is power. Not that you really believe in the biblical text, all of it, but knowledge is power. If you guys want real power out here, go research something. Read a book. That's what people don't do anymore these days. Know, they don't read books. Read a book because knowledge is power. All of these gems that you're dropping, you learn from books. research. Researching books, books and studying exactly. the old-fashioned way. Mm-hmm. I, I was fortunate. I didn't grow up in the Google era. Right. That helped me out a lot. I yeah. didn't have cell phones. Cell phones didn't come out, I think, until I was 20 years old. Mm-hmm. That's when the big giant, we call them, used to call them bowling pin, the Motorola bowling pin. Mm-hmm. We're about, it was about, I don't know, 12 inches, 13 inches long. Yeah. That's when the cell phone came out. There was, and, and even then, it was so expensive, we would walk around with the cell phone, but it wasn't, it wasn't activated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd just be fronting. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, come on through. <laughs> and we ain't talking to nobody, right? We <laughs> front. We got a pager still on the, the pages on the hip. Uh, let me make the real phone call now. The pay phone. We go around this corner where they can't see me. Uh, so <laughs> that's the era I grew up in. And uh, cell phones didn't come out. I was out of school for a while before cell phones came out. But anyway, um, so you you know you had to learn. Yeah, you had to apply yourself to get the knowledge. You had to really study. Encyclopedia Britannica was my Google. Mm-hmm. Real thick books with real information that you can study and digest page by page and uh, taking notes. And, you know, fortunately, my dad, I got to tell him, man, I tell you, he did one great thing for me. The best thing my dad ever did for me was making me do book reports. Mm-hmm. And so when I started going through the Encyclopedia Britannica, this is how I got financial literacy. 
I got the economic book out of the encyclopedia. Yeah. I was like, well, I got nothing else to do. Let me start studying economics. That's how I learned all this stuff mm -hmm. from the encyclopedia. Now, of course, rules and laws and business and finances change over the years, but I was always able to have a steady, a stable foundation that I can keep applying to. Imagine start you start your kids start studying the economic system of the United States from the age of seven, eight, nine years old. Mm -hmm. That's what happened to me. Yeah. And that's how I learned all the people. How did you get all the, how did you learn all this stuff? Mm -hmm. Studying and research and doing book reports on finances since I was a little tiny kid. Yeah, yeah. Let me that's just how. add in something really, really interesting. They've done studies actually that you retain better on, on paper, on actual book paper, mm -hmm. not the internet, right? Not, not screens because screens have this light that affects your retina and affects the way that you process information. Mm -hmm. So it's still good. But there's something different. There's more. You get more out of reading an actual paper, an yeah. actual book mm -hmm. than you do off of this new research, which yeah. is why I think a lot of people these days aren't as, I don't know, they can't retain the, information. The retention is lower. Exactly. Retention is lower. Mm -hmm. Attention span is lower. Yes. And what's interesting about reading a book, it has more dimensions into the level of thought because I write a book, right? I wrote books, right? And so what's happening is, I'm taking what's when you read my book, woke doesn't mean broke. You're finding out my consciousness. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking my conscious thought, which is multidimensional, multidimensional. Mm -hmm. I'm still up here, Instagram. I'm just looking down here on the YouTube account. And so my thoughts is multidimensional. And so I'm taking that multidimensional, the original platform, and I'm collapsing that platform of knowledge into 2D mm -hmm. by putting a pen on a piece of paper or typing onto a piece of paper. I'm collapsing multidimensional concepts from a quantum field into 2D. Yeah. And then what happens is this is really amazing. You buy the book, you open it up. Now, photons ping off of that page, which has 2D concepts, gets picked up by your retina, gets sent to the back of the brain. The brain translates it and you upload my multidimensional consciousness via a two-dimensional conduit. Yeah. And that's how you get my knowledge from my consciousness into your head. Mm -hmm. So people say, I want to know what you know. I want to know what you know. Read my books. Right. Exactly. Read the books. <laughs> read the books. Simple as that. Yeah. That's how you get the knowledge. And that goes for any book that you read. Yes. You're uploading another person's multidimensional consciousness via a two dimensional conduit. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, Let's see here. What else can we touch on that? <laughs> oh, well, let's talk a little about financial. <laughs> so let's talk about the shares. Yeah, let's talk about shares. I dropped the link. They were asking yeah. if uh, shares are still available. Yeah. I think it's six or seven days left for um for round two right now. Yeah. A few more days left and it ends. Yeah. Okay. Only a few more days left. We'll drop the link in here one more time for you as well. And we'll make sure it's so in the caption. Let's hit. Why, why is investing important though? Why is investing important? Number one, mm -hmm. let's do a little bit more financial stuff before yeah. Courtney Kane size goes on at oh, yeah. 8 PM. So you right. guys make sure you uh, tap into that because she will teach you how to really, really uh, help your intuition and believe what is going on with, with your intuition. So that's probably, yeah, that's in 25 minutes. So we yeah. have time to hit a couple more of these things. Why is investing important? And what is the, what is your opinion of what are some of the best things to invest in? Investing is important because of this. Let me tell you a little story. My daughter got into a car, my oldest daughter, she got into a car accident a couple of years ago. She, I think she was 27 or 20, yeah, 27, or 28 at the time. She's 30 going on 31 in a couple months now. Right. 
And um, she, and the reason why I'm telling you the years, how old she is, it's important because I called her after she won the lawsuit for the car accident. They awarded her $10,000. I said, okay, what are you going to do with the money? She said, I'm putting it into a savings account for a rainy day, whatever, whatever. I said, okay, I'm going to use this savings account opportunity here to teach her a financial literacy lesson. And so about a year later, I hit her up. I said, hey, um, by the way, we were just having a casual conversation. That money that you got from the 10000 do you still have it? Oh, yeah, I still have it. I said, oh, interesting. Is it still in the savings account? She said, yeah, it's still in the savings account. I said, great. How much did the bank pay you for that money? She goes, huh? <laughs> How much did the bank pay me? Did you get any money from the bank for letting them use your $10,000? No, no, I didn't. They didn't give me any money. I said, okay, we have to talk about this. A little bit more time goes by. I call her up again. Hey, you still got that money in the bank? Oh, yeah, I got the money. It's all in there. I, didn't, I haven't spent any of it. It's been some pressuring times here and there, but I didn't touch it. Did the bank give you any money for that money? No, they didn't give me any money. I said, now, do you want to make that 10000 grow or you want to still keep it at 10000 I started talking to her about investing into shares and stocks and why and how those stocks will go up and down. But over the course of time, if you pick the right ones, they will consistently go up, things like that. So I see was a little nervous. I said, tell you what, take half of the money and invest it in what I tell you to do. And the rest of it, just keep it in the savings account. Mm-hmm. And then- I checked back with her a few months later, and guess what? She had way more money than $10,000, way more than $10,000. So that shows you that investing beats savings accounts. Mm -hmm. If you take your money and put it into a savings account at a bank, it's the same thing as taking your money and putting it in a shoebox. Mm -hmm. You're going to get peanuts back. You would have to have $100 million in the bank to see any significant monthly return if you're just looking to live off of interest. So- CDs, interest rates are horrible. All these things are horrible. The best thing you can do is invest and investing into what? Startups and shares or company shares of companies that are already established as well. Companies that you when you look at the history, you actually search out the history. You open up the chart, which is free. You can look at the chart and you go back five years and you see it started here. And over the course of five years, you see that it's gone like this up in an upward motion even to where it's at now, knowing that it will go up and down, but over the course of an extended period of time, it seems to always trend on an upward track, right? right? And then you have startup companies. You have Amazon. There was a startup at one point. Microsoft was a startup. Uh, Mac was a startup. They all started in their garages. Mm -hmm. They were startups. They offered shares, like forbidden, I was just offering shares, when they were in that garage state. Mm -hmm. Now, those are some of the most powerful corporations in the world. People that got in and bought shares for pennies on a dollar in the beginning, a lot of those people are multi-millionaires right now. Mm-hmm. Multi-millionaires off of s- small, insignificant investments. And so, does it mean you're always going to hit a home run at the park? No. Okay? Any investment is not guaranteed. However, if you make the right decisions by doing research on companies, there are startups that you can invest in or companies that are pre, pre, uh, pre-public or pre-IPO getting ready to go public that could be in a Reg CF like we're doing, going into a Reg A plus and then going to NASDAQ. You can invest in research. You can research companies like that and invest in those kinds of companies and potentially, no guarantee, but potentially it could be a very big payoff for you. 
much more significant than what you would have in a standard savings account. Mm -hmm. And so investing is important because it allows you to compound your money a lot faster. You can also get a whole whole life policy and you can actually and you can put money into your whole life. In other words, once you open up a whole life policy, you can actually it's a savings. It's a compounded interest savings. You can put money into the life. Whenever you want, there are people that have their paychecks go into their life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. One of the highest paid coaches in NCAA football, he's actually the highest paid paid coach in history now because he had all of his checks deposited into his whole life policy. Mm. When he retires, he'll have about $5 million a year until he dies mm-hmm. coming out of it. Okay. So it's pretty interesting. So investing is a way of compounding your savings versus putting a savings in, in a bank or in a shoebox and watching it just sit there and look you in the face. Right. So I have a couple of, of suggestions for people. Just make sure that, well, just I, I wouldn't advise to do invest into one thing. You always want a, a, a wide variety of what you're investing in because you never know what could go wrong Excellent. at what time. So make sure that you have a very, very wide portfolio. Um, portfolio. You have a lot of different things that you invest in. For instance, if you're parents, a really good thing to do when your kids are born or when they're very young is to open up a college fund, mm-hmm. something like that. Because over time, the interest, by the time that kid, that baby turns 18, you're not going to have to you know, spend 50 grand for them to go to college. Maybe right. you put in about 10 grand over their whole lifespan and the interest just compounds over time. So look into college funds or mm-hmm. look into that type of thing for your, for your you've kids. you've done that. Yeah, yeah. I did that as soon as my... My kid was born. He had That's a college right. friend. Um, also, crypto. So crypto has kind of done what you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got, <laughs> yeah. but you know, over time, over time it's really it's still higher. Exactly, exactly. I remember so, when Bitcoin was a dollar. Exactly. It ain't going back to a dollar. No. So yeah, diversify. Exactly. So I have a very diverse crypto account for my son, specifically for my son. Yes, I have do. about. 10 different, 10 to, I don't know, like 20 different coins in there that I've invested over time for him. So when he turns yeah. a certain age, he can take that account and just, mm-hmm. just have it. Right. And then I also have real estate. Yes. Real estate is a great investment as well. Mm-hmm. There is a way that you can buy these homes and over time you can rent them out. You can make money every month. They can pay for themselves. And then you could retire off selling all your real estate. Right. There's a bunch of different ways that you can, you can invest your money to, to be safer. And if you make sure that it's, it's a wide, mm-hmm. diverse portfolio that you have. And by the way, guys, she had all of that before I met her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Because I already know what they're thinking. Oh. Billy done put her on. No, I didn't put her on. She put herself on. Oh, yeah, no. I when I met her, she had excellent credit. Mm. Okay. All her debt to zero. All her credit cards. I mean, every payment's always been paid on time. I've never, I've never, never. made a late payment in my entire life. That's important. That's mm-hmm. important. Well, at yeah. least for me personally, and it's important for your credit. Yeah. Never don't pay late. Don't overspend on your credit cards. Never go over 30% on mm-hmm. your credit cards because that'll drop your credit. I mean, just just be smart when it comes to this financial matrix. And you're going to have to research it yourself because they don't teach it to you in school. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's a single woman doing that on her own. All right. So no excuses out here. Yeah, no. None. None. So I know we have to get off, get off so Courtney Kane's sides can get on. Yeah. So let's touch on these shares real yeah. quick. Um, okay. So I think that there is how many days left? I think it's six, six or seven days left. See, right now we're going to find out. It's eight days. Eight days left. Are you sure? Let me refresh it. Let me refresh it. This is probably old. Yeah. Seven Seven days. days. (laughs) Seven days and six hours. Yeah, yeah. 
seven days, so one week left in this this raise to buy shares of Forbidden Knowledge. The first raise that we did, shares were $1. Shares are now $1.50, and we're into our second raise. And we are about to close this in one week, and then we are going into a Reg A. And that Reg A, we don't know what the share price will be at that at that you know time, but like you were saying, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's very interesting. That's what I can say. It's, <laughs> it's very, very interesting. interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. If you're on Instagram and you want to know more about buying shares of Forbidden Knowledge, just go to the link in my bio on this account. Yeah. Click the link in my bio, mm-hmm. and then you can look uh, about read about investing in shares with Forbidden Knowledge. Yes. We are reaching for NASDAQ first quarter of 2023. Mm-hmm. And you can find out more from the many press releases on Yahoo News, Google News, Bloomberg, Time Magazine, we're, all, we're everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. Forbes, we're everywhere, guys. Everywhere. Everywhere. And here's the thing. So we can't promise any profits are, are going to be made because we're not financial advisors. But but with your mentality and the way that you succeed at everything that you do, and then I'm going to toot my own horn, I succeed at everything I do. So both of us together are going to make this happen. Plus, we have other great people on the team that are going to help us make this happen. Yes. So this this is happening. Yeah, it's happening. This is happening. Oh, it's happening. Yeah. And we got a phenomenal team. Yeah, so, we do. We yeah. do exactly. So we've we've done all the paperwork and submitted all the everything. We've done it all the audits. I mean, it's been it's been countless hours, yeah. countless hours of work to make sure that this thing happens. Yeah. And we're not gonna stop. I know I'm not gonna stop, and I know you're not gonna stop until this does happen. Yeah. So right now is the time if you guys want to get in a ground game, ground floor opportunity. Mm-hmm. I mean, diversify your portfolio, but grab some shares of Forbidden because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's about to. It's uh, interesting. About to be, it's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's about to be interesting. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> We're having a good time, guys. We love you guys. We're putting out a lot of new content, a lot of new shows on the way. Uh, some of new releases coming out very soon. Shout out to Roderick Martin. Yes. His show comes out next. Yes, less than a week. Less, less than, than a week. week away, his show drops, which yeah. is highly produced and, yeah. oh my gosh, Knowledge Bombs. Brand new TV show. Yeah. Why the Big Secret on Forbidden Knowledge TV, exclusively on Forbidden Knowledge yes. TV. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Let me just, um, if you guys have any questions about your shares, please email this uh, this email. Business at ForbiddenKnowledge.com. Anybody up there on Instagram, business at ForbiddenKnowledge.com. Yes. You can email that that email and we'll get back to you about your, your questions that you may have. Also, um, it just slipped my mind. I was going to talk about something else. Shoot. Oh, people, also use that email if you have used earthing or grounding and you are a woman and you have a very profound story about it. I'm writing a book with Olivia Smith from Earthing, um, which is she works with Clint Ober, the man who actually rediscovered grounding in the late 1990s. So if you guys have any great stories about earthing, we might pick yours to come to be in the book. So we're looking for more stories, more profound stories. I mean, we've had, I don't know, it's amazing. Amazing so far. If you want to be in the book, don't forget, email your story to business at forbiddenknowledge.com. Yes, exactly. And get ready for Courtney Kane's side show, which comes on in 13 minutes, 8 p.m. Eastern. And that's on the Forbidden Knowledge YouTube channel. And she's going to be teaching you guys how to really start believing your intuition and how to really dive into your psychic powers because everybody has them. Yeah. Everybody has them. But it's a bunch of trauma, a bunch of stress, a bunch of negative thought patterns that prevent you from actually accessing that part of yourself. So Courtney Kane Sides is going to be teaching you guys how to really clear all that out and really, really 
dive into your yeah. manifestation process and your psychic abilities. That's right. All right, yeah. guys. Hey, thanks for spending time with us tonight on Instagram, on YouTube, and wherever else you're watching on Facebook. We appreciate you guys. We love you. And we'll be back on very soon. Tomorrow, you have the Forbidden Knowledge Podcast, 8 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern. And we'll do Fungi Biohack right in uh, after the Forbidden Knowledge Podcast. 8 p.m. tomorrow. See you all soon. Peace. Peace. This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today.